Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast dropping your trick-or-treat bag every week and hosted by two guys that just don't know when to stop blah, blah, blahing. I'm Rocky. Shut up, nerd. (laughs) 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 I'm Blaze. And and this... God damn it. In this week's episode... We're going to be talking about Dracula. We sure so, are. So, we're going to be comparing the 1931 Dracula, Universal. Uh, to a hammered Dracula. <laughs> universal, to a hammered Dracula. The Universal Classic 1931 Bela Gosi Dracula to the uh, 1958 Horror Dracula from Hammer Horror, or just Hammer Studios. Right. And then after that, we're going to have another curation of Blaze's Cabinet, a video game, Curiosities. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that'll be the episode. And I guess this is our Halloween episode, even though we're recording on November 1st. So Our Dias de la Muertos episode. Yes. Yeah, so if you're listening on, uh, well, you probably won't be listening to it tonight. <laughs> but if you listen to it tomorrow, November 2nd, you can watch Coco. And be really sad. And then cry, like me or Blaze would. Oh, sure. I'm probably going to watch it tonight, actually. I, have, I actually have it written down in my notes. I don't have the heart to watch it again. You don't watch it? You said yesterday you were going to watch it. Yeah, I lied. No, you piece of shit. I lied. I uh, I emotionally can't handle that movie most of the time. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what's been going on, man? How? Uh, well, let me backtrack and say, but first, like I always do, never mind, it's too late. Yeah, no. We're past it. Moving on. It's too Trucking late. through. But what's been going on with you this week? I mean, I have pretty much spent most of this week with you. So. Mm, yeah, yeah, a lot of the uh, weekend, the last few days we have. Um, yeah. I'm tired of seeing your fucking face. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking. I'm tired <laughs> of seeing it, too. Fucking hate you so much. <laughs> this is the last episode of Bladed Apples. <laughs> I hate your fucking face. <laughs> the table. Um, yeah, we, we're pulling we, uh, hollow notes before we get to hollow note status. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> just means we're uh, we're better than hollow notes because we're hollow goat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, wah wah. Just I had a lot of bad jokes today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've been seeing a lot of each other because we've done some uh, Halloween celebrations over the last couple of days. Yeah, um, that's true. So Friday. No, Saturday. Was Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. We did, uh, see, all my days are fucking mixed up. I yeah, no. had an extended, extended weekend. So, Saturday, we did a Halloween get together here at my place. Right. Where a whole bunch of people came over and, uh, I got to uh, trap people in the corner and tell them about my anxiety. Yeah, it's great. They're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, they're like, to- oh, man, this is awful. <laughs> like, please get me out of here. I'm like, wait, let me tell you how bad the day starts out every day. <laughs> I mean, it really kept the party going. Like, oh, I guess we should call you more. Don't do that. That will give me anxiety if you try and contact me. At least three people were like, I think I left something in my car. But they, they didn't bring anything back because they never came back, they period. Never came back. <laughs> so, um, but no, it was a good little get together. A lot of food, a lot of drink. Uh, watched some movies. Mainly yeah. just talked over them all. <laughs> We watched Devil Rides Out. Devil Rides Out. I put on From a Whisper to a Scream for a while. Then Creep, Creep Show. Show. 
Whispered uh, and Scream didn't last long. <laughs> that one got switched pretty quick. Yeah. Well, it was the anthology, and, and we were outside and inside and everywhere else. And Oh, yeah. It was... And it's like one of those anthology horror films that, um, how do you say, aren't great. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, wait, what's happening with this short story? I don't know. So it just worked better in our favor to just put on Creep Show. Yeah, and, and I mean, everyone, everyone's always just waiting for Fluffy. So Yeah, exactly. Who isn't? Um, and then after that, we put on Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Part yep, Dream, Dream Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Uh, I ate enough Oreos to uh, gag 17 dogs. Yes. Um. <laughs> because they're allergic to chocolate. <laughs> yes. Um, also, Dream Warriors starring Larry Fishburne. Not Lawrence Fishburne. That, I never noticed that they credited him like that in that movie. He did for years until like I did not know that. Probably the late nineties. And I love Larry. I love how Paige pulled another like. You never you ever notice how the guy from the Misfits sounds like Danzig, and she's like, "Oh my God, the guy from Dream Warriors looks like Ike Turner." And what's love got to do with it? And it's like, well, guess what, Buttercup. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it's Lawrence Fishburne. Sorry, it's Larry. Um, Larry. Yeah, it's uh, that that movie's so good. That's still one of the better Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah, sequels for sure. Um, but yeah, it was a good party. It was good to see people and everything. That was kind of a little get together on Saturday, and then last night for Halloween, uh, <laughs> we kind of just came up with it as we went along. I guess we had no plan until the last second. <laughs> Yeah, just kind of tooled around because it felt wrong not doing something. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, even if it was just staying here watching movies, I've been fine with that. But, you know, oh, I kind of want to go out. I, to- I would totally have been down with that. Yeah, yeah we, uh, I-, I had you no mean costume. I didn't have to leave? Yeah. <laughs> I had- I had God no- damn it. <laughs> I had no costume plan, so I basically did the same thing we did last year where I just wore a devil mask and. I was going to do a last minute like Seymour from uh, Little Shop of Horrors costume, but I, I just I didn't feel like carrying around the Venus flytrap. I was hungover. I just I was just like I don't. I'll just take this mask. Like, it's yeah. fine. No, I I did my best with that Trick or Treat Studio Stranger mask. That yes. I got. Okay. So we don't want to talk too much shit about Trick or Treat Studios because no, they are a good company. Stuff. I mean, I got a lot of stuff from them, but um, their strangers mask, is um, the garbage mask <laughs> from the main stranger. <laughs> I don't yeah, know the, his name, Daddy Stranger, El Stranger. Yes, <laughs> that mask is a real piece of shit. Yeah, it was horrible. I'm I sorry, twenty five dollars. Anybody that works at that company ever listen to this? I'm sorry, guys, but you. You really phoned it in with that mask. <laughs> yeah, all your other stuff is so good. Yeah. I feel like you did it just because you knew I was going to buy it. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, wow, this is the only person that's ever <laughs> bought this mask. Yeah. So. You bought it at Spooky last year uh, during their Christmas thing, right? Yep. We went out there and you're like, oh, man, this is a really good price for a mask. They just handed it to me for free. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's what they should have done. No, yeah, <laughs> they didn't pay X amount of dollars for it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we probably could cut you a plastic bag. I mean, or a yeah. paper bag, so it's better for the environment. A and cut paper holes bag would have looked probably just as good. Yeah, we made you a Charlie Brown fucking yeah <laughs> Charlie Brown Halloween idea. <laughs> looked better, but um, yeah. So you wore that, and and, and Paige had actually a pretty good last I minute. Know, I which, think I think she put together the best costume for mm-hmm. sure. 
Because she took all the Ren Fair stuff that we do and she turned it into like a witch costume with a bunch of witch hats we used as decorations and I was like, shit, her costume looks the best. It's way better. But it's pretty funny because I mentioned it last night. She was a witch and I was a devil. If you were a skeleton of some sort, we would have been lock, stock, and barrel basically. Yeah, but I wasn't. Yeah. I was a Idaho potato advertisement. Oh, I thought you were a fucking sack boy from uh, Little Big Planet. No, I wasn't that cute. <laughs> oh, I thought you were cute. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to take you home last oh. night. Well, you did. You, you did. You I, I, me I brought both of you home. Yeah, you dropped me off. Yes, I did. But yeah, so we just went to some breweries and because uh, a few in town had their own Halloween events. Uh, one was a... <laughs> reggae halloween party that like i don't know 20 people were there and it was just these two middle-aged white guys because if anybody knows reggae let me tell you (laughs) middle-aged white men um djing reggae and they had only one spooky sound effect and it was a woman screaming over and over again, which got, was at the point where I thought it was pretty funny. Like, it I was, was like, funny because I was like, okay, was you've so done much. it. You've kicked the dead horse so much that it came back alive so you could keep kicking it. Yeah, that, and that's, that's how that kind of comedy works. works. Yes, yes. You have to, you to bring it back. Like, if, if it's actually funny, the more you do it, so they, it'll become they funny again. Yes. Um, but uh, from there, we went to another brewery. Oh, it's not a brewery. No, yeah, it's we're, a we're CBD brewery. lounge. It's a CBD lounge. Um, see, I always get Swamp City in my head, mixed up with Swamp Head, uh, called Swamp City. In town. It was very cool, though. Yeah, it was actually uh, really chill, and they had some bands playing. Uh, one was a really good instrumental band. Yeah, a brass band. Uh, brass band. And, Sousa Brass Band. Yeah. They were called. Yeah, and a drummer. And, um, oh, man, all of them were good. They are really good. And that's where our jokes are that we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Which is just one of their people were like talking the mic like their band leader. And I was just like, shut, shut up, nerd. nerd. Like, and they just turned into our thing all day. It's like just anybody. Yeah, the rest of the night was shut up, nerd. <laughs> I don't take one beer. Okay, that'll be 350 And uh, shut up, then nerd. Ring of Honor showed up on TV and I was like, well, we're watching this. Oh, yeah. Wrestling? Wrestling. Uh, yeah, we ended up in another bar downtown, and uh, we did that. It was pretty quiet for Halloween night. Well, we did go to get some dinner, and the place we went to was playing House on Haunted Hill, which uh, yeah, can't complain. I must have watched that movie four times this season. Great chili. <laughs> great great veggie chili, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, our, our Halloween was kind of quiet, all things considered. But also, this year and last year was kind of hard. This year, not as much, but we just were so busy. And right. kind of our Halloween, our big Halloween weekend was kind of last weekend. When right. We were in Orlando. Like, I mean, we did Halloween Horror Nights and Spooky, Spooky Empire. So yeah. it's like, you can't really compete with that. No, <laughs> not really. Yeah. But it was good. We, we made uh, the best of it we could. You'd be hungover and doing it like last second and everything. So I wasn't hungover. <laughs> yeah, you were hungover on Oreos. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, I had to take Pepto because <laughs> all the Oreos. <laughs> and murdering dogs with Oreos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, remember that no um, but i'll 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 call to it okay that's good uh but today i did see last night in soho oh it's it's i didn't even realize it was out that came out friday is I it went, on hbo max no uh, you had to go to a uh, thing called a mo- movie theater mm. um i think that's how, how was you say it? it um i i liked a lot um, but also, I'm, I'm an Edgar Wright stan. <laughs> right. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Last Night Soho is a new movie from Edgar Wright. Um, Edgar Wright directed probably 
I mean, not probably. It is one of the best horror comedies of all time. Shaun and I think, of the a, Dead. and I yeah, and I think it's a perfect film. Also, is Shaun of the Dead, yeah, Hot Fuzz, World's End. That's actually my right next to the Dollars trilogy, the Sergio Leone Dollars trilogy, my second favorite trilogy of all time. Yeah, uh, World's maybe, End might be my favorite, to be honest. Uh, out of those three, yeah, yeah, I yeah. You said World's that for a long End. time. I still yeah. say Shaun of the Dead is the best out of three, but I, I, all three of them are amazing. Um, and uh, uh, Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, this is his first foray into full horror, though, and it's kind of a time travel-y kind of thing. I don't want to talk too much about it, but um, it's a ghost story, pretty much. With uh, the best way to describe it is if Brian De Palma directed a ghost story. Hey, my guess there's a lot of De Palma and Argento influence in it. But you can also see like uh, influence from Repulsion or uh, Don't Look Now, some some of his favorite films. Mm. But uh, I mean, just the costume design and the look of everything, and not only the cinematography but the lighting and how they make everything like look and feel. I mean, he shot the shit out of this film. Was it scary? Was it scary? Uh, not not really. Not not to me. But I mean, like it's not. It's definitely a horror film. Okay. Like it's it's people find it scary. Like it's it's a pretty rough movie um, in some aspects. But um, I mean it's not it's not a horror comedy like his other ones. Not not saying there's not any any humor in it, but it's definitely humor's not a focus in this film at all. Uh-huh. Um, but I liked it a lot. I it's I still settling in because I just saw it a little bit ago, <laughs> a few hours ago. But pretty good. All right. Pretty good. I liked it. So. Uh, so. <laughs> last night, yeah, so Soho, Soho. Uh, so last night, Soho. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> um, and that brings us to our main topic, I guess. Unless you have anything else to add about Halloween or anything else. Nope. No. Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to message in, tell us what you did for Halloween. Yeah. I don't know. We'll give you more information on how to contact us at the at the end of the episode. Or you can just turn off the podcast right before that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, we understand. <laughs> you got life. You got better things to do. Um, anyways, yes. This week we're going to be talking about Dracula, though. And this will be kind of our Halloween topic, I guess, because... I don't know. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> every every episode is basically Halloween, so... I, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of hard to narrow it down to be like, oh, well... Yeah, so we decided to talk talk some classic horror, I guess. Uh, Blaze came up with the idea. About talking about 1931, the Todd Browning film of uh, Dracula, the Universal classic, mm-hmm. and then 1958, Bella Lugosi yeah, Bella Christopher Lee, yeah, Lugosi versus Christopher Lee from the uh, also called Dracula, but America got released as Horror of Dracula. It's a British British film. Um, 1958 from Hammer Horror from uh, Hammer Productions, starring Christopher Lee as Dracula, uh, which is a pseudo remake, I guess, but it's not really a remake because. All those characters are public domain, so and they were allowed to do what they the want. The way they did the characters was very different. Very different, yes. Very different. All right, so where should we start on this? Um, we're we're probably not going to take. I mean, shit. There's so much revolving around both films that there could be episodes um, onto themselves. <laughs> you know, I mean, 1931 mm-hmm. Dracula. I mean, it 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 launched everything really. Um, I mean, sure, Family Opera come out before that was for, for Universal and starring uh, Lon Chaney Sr. And, um, 
you know, even years before that you had Nosferatu and you, just, you had Hacks and you had all that stuff. So it's not like the first horror film, but like it was the first big budget uh, horror film that was also full sound. Yeah. Um, there's actually, and it launched the Universal Monsters. I mean, this and Frankenstein came out the same year from Universal. The Bela Lugosi Dracula and the uh, Boris Karloff Frankenstein, and I mean, it just blew the roof off of everything. And they were, I think they were instant hits. It was, it was a big deal. Which is funny because 27 years later, 1958, both Curse of Frankenstein and uh, Horror of Dracula both came out the same year. Both directed by Terrence Fisher um, and written by both Jim. Both starring Christopher Lee, right? Uh, both starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> because Hammer, like Universal, had a stable of actors they just used. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but yes, Peter Cushing and, and Christopher Lee were in a lot of those films. Um, but. We'll start with Dracula, 1931, directed by Todd Browning. Yep. Allegedly. Depends. Okay. You know anything about this? No. About, okay. So because yeah, you led into something that I was unaware of. So I'm like, okay, go on. Yeah. Um, Todd Browning is the credited director. Right. There's been controversy for years and years and years that he wasn't the actual director of the film. That was actually the cinematographer called Freud. Um because David Manners, who plays John Jonathan Harker in the film, has said that he did more directing on set than Todd Browning. But Bella Gossi interviews said the opposite. And it's been this whole thing about people not knowing, wait, who actually directed Dracula? Was it the cinematographer was it, or was it yeah, Todd Browning? Todd Browning. Uh, I think it was Todd Browning. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Todd Browning. Uh, more more I learn about everything. But it's definitely interesting. I mean, that's a whole a whole thing. Um that's been going on for a long time. And also David Manners seemed kind of like butthurt by like a lot of shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> over, over the years and stuff. Also, he's the weakest part of that movie. I just want to say. Oh yeah. Harker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Harker yeah, generally is just like not interested, not an interesting character. In most of the Dracula adaptations. I mean, one day I'm sure we'll talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula. We'll talk about Keanu Reeves, which is a whole nother story. Wow, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a, a, yeah, that's a whole different ball game. <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, his defense in that movie, I mean, everybody's kind of get outshined by Gary Oldman and Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. Everybody kind of looks bad compared to both of them. And that's kind of the thing with all the Dracula movies is the consistent is always Dracula and Van Helsing, who are playing both of them are always the best in these. And kind of everybody else plays second fiddle. Um, Except the fantastic Dr. Seward. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> Shut up, you nerd. <laughs> Played by Seward. <laughs> Seward and Seward. Seward, Seward. <laughs> Great actor, that guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, Todd Browning um, infamously got blacklisted from Hollywood after making his, I think it may have been his very next film, maybe two films later, he uh, directed the movie Freaks, um, which got him blacklisted from Hollywood. It was too much for the time. Um, they, the original cut of that film apparently is lost. Mm -hmm. uh, people know what happens at the end of it like it's not it's public knowledge what happens but the actual cut i think got burned and oh, then wow. they're like we aren't going to let you ever direct <laughs> again, again tom browning which if you haven't seen freaks uh you should because it's a great film it's only an hour long and so it was 1931's dracula so 1931 uh they were wanting to make an adaptation of dracula they 
first offered it to Lon Chaney, senior. Um, and he was supposed to play Dracula and Van Helsing. That would have been film. silly. Yeah. But he did it. He did it in some silent films that he was doing. But he uh he died quite shockingly. Like he just died suddenly. And so they had a recast, so they were looking around. He really didn't want to do that. Yeah, he, <laughs> what what a way to, what a way to get out of it. Um, I I feel like that most of the time. It's yeah. like, hey, can you do this for me? I'm like, oh man, I would, but <laughs> I'll be in tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, I can't come into work today. Uh, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm also terrified of doing everything. <laughs> um. So uh, they were looking for actor. They went through a lot, and I forgot who first uh, um, suggested them. But they said we should just cast Bela Gosi because Bela Gosi was playing Dracula on Broadway for like a long time. Uh, but I think the producer was like, "No, I don't want him. He's <laughs> no, too, that guy's too weird. He's and too Hungarian. weird. Yeah, 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 Hungarian." Um, which is actually funny because also in that Broadway uh, play. Edward Van Sloan, who plays Van Helsing, also played Van Helsing on Broadway as well. Oh, I <laughs> so did they not got realize that. Um, but yeah, they did not want Lugosi. Uh, and then finally they talked him into hiring Lugosi. And there's all kinds of hijinks on set, apparently, because apparently Bell Lugosi was kind of a weird guy. <laughs> he would, um, I don't know, he was very eccentric, we'll say. <laughs> I've read a lot of things about him where I'm like, I would, I appreciate him as a person, but he had some very weird personality traits. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was. Um. I don't know if it's just from him being a foreigner, or these are just like things that are culturally different, or what. It could, and it totally could be like you yes. know, everybody's all, you know, yeah. What's going on with Rex Banner today? And <laughs> yeah, right. you, know, you got hello. <laughs> it's like what the. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> is that your is that your Bella Gosi impression? Yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a pretty solid one. Hello, <laughs> Mina. <laughs> I mean, how could they deny him? Yeah. He's so charming. <laughs> but my yeah. goodness, Count Dracula, you swept me off my feet. <laughs> well, I think that's a great first start, a first uh, talking point as far as the movie goes. Um, so in in this movie, uh, Dracula's kind of a weirdo. <laughs> and people, the thing I really appreciate, though, is people treat him as such. They're like, sure he, he's, this guy's kind of off. Like... <laughs> They're not like all the other ones. They're like, oh man, you're just being crazy. You're acting weird. Like Count Dracula is just a, a very nice man, yeah. and like this one, everyone's like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? <laughs> yes, yeah, so when Christopher Lee plays the character, um, he's almost treated more like a force of nature, um, and but when he does talk, he's a little bit more suave, mm-hmm. you know, and he kind of has a more charm to him. Yeah, at first he seems like a great host. Yes, but also he doesn't have a lot of dialogue in those movies because Christopher Lee was refusing to say most of the lines because he thought they were stupid. <laughs> so, so because of that, he's almost more of like a creature. He's almost like a being of pure evil. Yeah, in, in the in the Hammer horror ones, but in Bellicosi, is supposed to come off, I guess, as an aristocrat. Uh, aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jesus everybody, fuck. Everybody, <laughs> He's supposed to come out as a Disney film. Um, as an aristocrat. He's supposed to come out as a count. Um, which people are like, oh, look at the cape and everything. Look how goofy he looks. Well, that's not the goofy part. How he's dressed is very common with how... Counts. Yeah, how a count or somebody... Time. Yes, yes. Somebody of, of that level would dress. Somebody that comes from that way of life would. Um, that's just how they looked. Um, or, or present themselves. But... But his personality... <laughs> We'll be like, it's a talk, and I don't know why anybody would be ever charmed by him. No. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, uh, listen, I love Bela Lugosi. I love this movie. I do. I know it's a very... Oh, yeah, no, it's a great movie. Sick. But, like, watching it more and more as you go on, it's like, this guy's a weirdo. I'm not talking, like, a weirdo, like, like uh, Udo Kier's version of him in, like, uh, Blood for Dracula, <laughs> which is... Uh, uh, the, the the Andy Warhol films like that's whenever he's like a sex fiend like weirdo right <laughs> also if you've never seen that movie watch that one <laughs> those are great that and Flesh for, Flesh for Frankenstein the two Udo Kier movies were, uh, that Andy Warhol produced um, fucking weird films uh, Vinegar Syndrome is putting out Flesh for Frankenstein actually this month for their Black uh, their Black Friday sale but uh, uh, but just as far as just a person that goes and has to be like charming and suave and you know, it, it, he he's just such a strange person. It's how I, I imagine probably most wealthy people. It, it's probably a lot like talking to Garth uh, Brooks. <laughs> yes, well, Garth Brooks. Yeah, Garth Brooks. People gonna, who forgot how to interact with human beings. I was gonna say fucking uh, goddamn it, Tesla fuck. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, Elon. Elon Musk. Stupid dumb Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it's probably like. Him going to like, if if it was him having to go to uh, some type of gala or theater production, like whatever, the first like, time. What's wrong? with Yes, this other guy? than Ren, other than Dracula interacting with Renfield, that's the first time we see him interacting with other people and showing up. <laughs> I feel like Elon Musk would come up and be like, "So what? What the fuck is this guy's deal? <laughs> Has he never talked to a person in his life? Like what? What is this? No, he hasn't. <laughs> yes, clearly, watch how he presents himself." <laughs> But yes, he's weird. He says weird shit. He says he says weird shit. He has weird mannerisms. Yeah, very strange mannerisms. He smashes mirrors out people's hands very awkwardly. And then he just, his excuse for it is like, "Oh, I dislike mirrors," and it's like, okay, that doesn't mean you have to smash it. Like, you could be like, "Ooh, I'm not going to go in front of the mirror." Yes. Yes, it's it's the most clever trick ever. Is um, Van Helsing, whatever he meets. Well, he did he meet him earlier in the movie, also. Yeah, but he, he comes back, and then uh, Dr- Dracula comes to wherever they are. I think I think Van Helsing is trying to help Mina because she's getting sick. Um, but why? <laughs> she's under the spell of Dracula. Uh, for people that don't know, um, the Dracula adaptations always follow the Harkers, um, John and Mina. Um, which actually changes the horror. Dracula will get to that. But um, Dracula has a fondness for seducing women. Um, <laughs> that's just his thing. He has many brides. Um, he's very good at it. Well, you know, in the book, everything is supposed to be very charming, which is funny also with <laughs> Belagosis because he's. Uh, <laughs> he's even awkwardly charming. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, maybe he's, like, that Hugh Grant, like, I'm very befuddled charming. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> what is this? Um, but um, 
do you mind if I puncture you? Yes, yes, but it's the thing. It's, it's that, that he's supposed to be, um, he's supposed to be very seductive. It's all about like sex and death, and that's like the whole lore with vampires and Dracula is kind of like the head of that ideal idea, and it works more with like the Christopher Lee Hammer Dracula For films sure. more than this one. A because in 1931 they were very careful about what imagery they were showing. Cause oh yeah, that they was didn't way even too show adult people <laughs> yeah. biting. Like it cut off before they even got the mouth on yes. the neck. Yes, he's just kind of huddling over Renfield at one one scene, and um, but you don't see him penetrate his neck. You don't see any penetration. There is lots of impromptu fainting in that. Movie. Yes, <laughs> which is also funny. Seek of penetration because oh. <laughs> penetration is hilarious. No. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, here's a sex joke. No. <laughs> um, Belagosi, the Universal Dracula, who in a previous episode I, I mentioned, I'll bring this back also. Belagosi only played Dracula two times. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal had more Dracula movies than that, but John Carradine played him, which is a reason why you don't hear about John Carradine playing Dracula that much. Um, how do you say? Uh, he wasn't very good. <laughs> I like John Carradine and other stuff. It's fine. He's not a very good Dracula, I don't think. Um, but Belagosi only played him in uh, uh, the 1931 Dracula, Dracula in 1948 because we just talked about this. Uh, Frankenstein, Evan Costello meet Frankenstein. Um, that's the only two times he played him. But also, people may not realize this, Universal Dracula didn't have fangs. <laughs> he did not. He didn't have fangs. Hammer Horror brought that <laughs> shit to the game. Yes, that was a thing. I mean, there were some like Spanish and Italian films, I think, that had vampires with fangs. And of course, Nosferatu did, but he, he looked more like a rodent. You know? Yeah, like, no, And it wasn't he... Dracula. Um as far as Dracula, how we had like the fangs and all that stuff, Belagosi never had fangs. That was wasn't until Christopher Lee in 1958. Yep. Um, why? It was too suggestive. Uh, they didn't want audiences to think about penetration because sex was still a dirty thing. You know, people in shows were still sex sleeping is still in. Still dirty. <laughs> I mean, if it's done right. <laughs> um, that that uh, in shows, you know, married couples had to sleep in two different beds. <laughs> they just had two single beds in every house <laughs> mm-hmm. on tv shows right. and, and if and if the couple were in bed together uh they had to have at least one foot on the ground huh yes I so didn't so, so you didn't think any hanky panky was going on you know god forbid because <laughs> because god would judge them that's why i say that even um, if they're married yeah hmm. yeah it's a weird thing. Um, I didn't do any research to figure out whenever that changed or whatever. But the thing is that penetration, it's somebody's like the teeth going to the neck was way too like that was too much for, for 1931. That yeah. wasn't a thing. So Belagosi didn't have fangs. I think people misremember it just because of There's the zeitgeist. There's also probably about a 50% of the population still believing in witches at that point. Yeah, for <laughs> Ready sure. to burn. Yeah, so. yeah of course. <laughs> like, like they do now. Probably. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> we're just on different witch hunts at this point. Yeah, pretty life. much. Um, but uh, uh, I, I think what people may misremember is because the zeitgeist really is it, it combines Belagosi and the Christopher Lee versions, right? Is that everybody thinks of how Dracula talks is very much a Belagosi with like the general look and the widow's peak, but they remember the suaveness and, and the um, things from the Christopher Lee version. I think right. they just kind of mixed over time. But why I think people think Bela Lugosi had fangs is because you don't really see Bela Lugosi's teeth that much. He has a weird mouth. 
Yeah, he does have a weird Like, mouth. he has his teeth, but how his mouth opens and stuff? Like, you can't see his top row of teeth. He has a smile like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> I just don't know how much we're talking about talking mad shit about this guy that's been I dead did, for so I long. Had, no, I absolutely <laughs> respect his... No, I don't. I, uh... <laughs> I, I mean, he's a legend... But at the same time, when you go back and watch it, it just you're like this quirky motherfucker, like you fucking weird smiling bitch. Like, I I love Belagosi. I'm a fan of Belagosi. I do too. But he would ruin any fucking party he went to. Even bomb everybody else. I mean, he's the king of goth, but um, he's the father of goth at least. But um. He's, uh, you know, you, you watch his Universal movies. I think a big thing about was definitely, uh, like we mentioned earlier, was um, him being a foreign. And it was definitely something he said in interviews where even though he could speak English, he always thought in Hungarian, which I think is what it's like I for think most. I assume that. Yeah, most people that learn a secondary language are always thinking they're foreign tongue normally, right? But um, I would imagine. You can tell on like the. I heard re- some people dream in different languages there. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Some people speak uh, in tongues in different languages. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's uh, it, it varying degrees because there's some movies like the uh, the Raven, the Universal one with him and Boris Karloff, really ahead of its time. Actually, there, there's a there's a uh, flaying scene in that, <laughs> which is pretty intense for for the time. Right. Um, but uh, uh, there's some lines that Belagosi says in that that he gets the English completely wrong. They even they didn't even retake it. They're just like, "Fuck it, <laughs> keep on going. It's fine." But I mean, I, I don't know how much you can say about this movie. It's an hour. It's only an hour and twelve minutes long. You know? I mean, it's exactly what you expect from it. Yes, it's still a classic. It's still it's slow for yeah, an hour and twelve I mean, minutes. It's still, but like... not excessively slow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the right amount of time for that kind of movie. Yeah, all 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 those classic Universal monster movies are all. I mean, I'm a massive fan, of course. Look at my fucking house, but it's just they're all kind of slow, especially when you go back and rewatch them all in a row, like I did this past season. Mm -hmm. Um, But 1931's Dracula, the one, the American version, the Belagosi one, isn't nearly as slow as the Spanish version. So there was another Dracula movie that made at the same time. I think I told you about this recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, said you were bored out of your... Oh, my God. Bored okay. out of your Gordon. So most hipster types will tell you that this version is better. What this is, is that at the time, in the 30s, it was cheaper to reshoot a whole film with a foreign cast. On the same set. On the same set to, right. th- th- than to dub. Than to dub over. So... They had a whole cast of Spanish actors, and they shot the Spanish version of Dracula, version of Dracula on the same sets from Universal. So they work in the daytime, like the the main cast would or whatever, and then the Spanish cast would come in and shoot on the off hours or whatever. It's basically beat for beat the same movie, but every scene is way longer than it needs to be. <laughs> so Dracula, the our, the American version is is. An hour and 12 minutes, I think. Right. The Spanish version is an hour and 45 minutes, and you fill every fucking minute of it. For any person listening to this that has that belief <laughs> that says, the Spanish version is actually way better because of the cinematography, man, and, and you, there's so much more. 
ambiance and all kinds of other stuff, like so much. You're, you're fucking out of your mind. That movie is a boring piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck that film. Fuck the Spanish version of Dracula. <laughs> that movie, I, I, I was legitimately mad watching it. <laughs> I, le- I was legitimately frustrated sitting there watching it. But I didn't want to fast forward. I wanted to sit through the whole, I wanted to earn my anger. <laughs> Let me tell you, never again. Whoever says that is a stupid asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and also, it's missing one of the most important things. There's Bella Lugosi and Edward Van Sloan, which that that's yeah. I mean, their performances are so good. Of course, they went on after that to be in multiple uh, Universal monster movies. After that, in different roles, um, they had a whole thing. Also, Renfield is great. I can't I can't remember the fucking actor's name. Plays Renfield in uh, Dracula, but he's awesome. He oh, also yeah. plays uh, Fritz in Frankenstein. And look and, at his eyes. Yes, <laughs> he's gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's his laugh that's an insane man's laugh <laughs> uh, there's not much you can say about it and then also uh, we, we saw it again to horror Dracula right so 27 years later Hammer which is already filmed coming they're putting out other movies and stuff like that decided to start dabbling in horror um, earlier the same year they put out Frankenstein in America called Curse of Frankenstein Hammer was a, is a British company um, both Curse of Frankenstein and Horror of Dracula were the first two out the gate, both directed by Terrence Fisher, who way back, if anybody remembers, in our first episode, I said, one of my favorite horror directors. Why is that? If you think of Hammer Horror, you probably think of a Terrence Fisher movie. And it also connects into a movie we talked about earlier. Terrence Fisher directed Frankenstein. He directed, I think, six... Of the eight or six of the eight Frankenstein films, but one of the ones he didn't direct, where it's actually kind of a remake of the first one. Uh-huh. So there's only one canon Frankenstein movie he didn't shoot. So he shot all the Peter Cushing Frankenstein movies, just about. He directed three of the Dracula films with Christopher Lee. He directed The Mummy. He directed uh, Curse of the Werewolf, which is their Wolfman film. Um, he directed uh, Their Phantom of the Opera. Who was the mummy in that one? In, in The Mummy? No, Curse of the Mummy. I know Boris Karloff was in The Mummy. But. Well, yeah, but uh, in, in, uh, in Hammer's The Mummy, it's yeah. Christopher Lee. It is Christopher Lee. Okay. That's not what Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing were almost all these, except for Curse of the Werewolf, which was Oliver Reed, um, and didn't have Cushing or Lee in it. Um, Odd. Also, he directed Devil Rides Out. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Terrence Fisher directed a lot of really good stuff, um, and he kind of brought this kind of flamboyance campiness that, that, I mean, the Universal Monsters had the campiness also, but this is the first time people saw these characters in Technicolor. Um, and with blurred. With blood, yes. So not only was the, were, were these films in color, which the Universal movies weren't, right. but there's also more gore. And it's also 27 years later, so you could get away with a little bit more. Oh, but, yeah. But even for the late 50s, it was pretty violent. Like, they have, like, really, like, bright Technicolor blood that you see more, like, the 1970s yeah, exploitation flicks say, and like, stuff. Definitely like a 70s vibe. Yeah, then. it's like the Romero, uh, Tom Savini, like Don the Dead Blood and shit. Like mm-hmm. it's like super bright and vibrant, and and they could get away with a lot more. Like we that mentioned earlier. Blood. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like we mentioned earlier. Um, you could have fangs. You could be suggestive. I mean, there's that famous image of uh, Christopher Lee as Dracula, whenever he comes through in his eyes, all bloodshot, his blood around his mouth and everything, and. I will say things. I don't like the sets as much on that one. Yes, I, I, I did write. I remember you wanted to bring that up. I did write yeah. that down. Um, 
So you you like the universal sets better? Yeah, I think the sets are are more like when you watch that, you're like, wow, that is Dracula's fucking castle yes. right there. Yeah. When you watch the Hammer one, you're like, this is a very gaudy living room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so you went higher. You went higher. Whoever the set designer was to to I mean, your house. <laughs> like, I, there's some scenes where it's like, okay, this looks all right. But like that first scene when he walks in, you're like. Why are there just freestanding pillars? Like, yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah, the, all the Universal monster stuff—they all have those amazing big Gothic sets, right? And and Dracula's Castle in the nineteen thirty-one is very much a big, weird Gothic castle with armadillos and possums and shit yeah little possum coffins <laughs> got a little got a little got a little coffin for bugs <laughs> so belly goes he's like all right i it got a little out of hand having all these dead animals around that i brought back now i have to have coffins for all of them <laughs> <laughs> um, but but the the christopher lee dracula does not have that in this movie christopher lee like we said a hundred times at this point plays dracula and peter cushing plays van helsing in this film. i still like his van helsing better though the better than ever van sloan yeah he I also do. had more time he played i think van helsing f- four times for hammer because he did it in this one and the next one which is uh the brides of dracula which christopher lee wasn't in because dracula's dead in that film um then comes back in the third one dracula prince of darkness and then he played him for the rest of the series. But they also have Dracula 1972 AD, where Peter Cushing plays a descendant of Van Helsing. Um, and he plays him in one other film, I think. So Peter Cushing played him a few times. Ever Van Sloan only got to play Van Helsing one time, if you don't count all the shit in Broadway. But as far as films go. I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he played way more then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, um, the story's a little bit different. As far as the Dracula story goes, where it's the John and Mina Harker, you know, Mina's game possessed. Yeah, and John seduced. being very, yes. like, I don't really believe in vampires. Yeah, he doesn't believe in also, uh, he's, he's very worried about Mina because she's seduced by Dracula. So they get Van Helsing to try to kind of figure out what's going on, who's a man of science and religion. <laughs> right, and in Horror of Dracula, it's like... John Harker is working with Van Helsing as also a vampire hunter. At the very beginning, but he gets killed at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, he gets killed. Yeah. And he's also not married to, or not marrying Mina. No. He's marrying Lucy. Yes, Lucy, who is Mina's friend in all the adaptations, who's, uh, I was about to say something, but I'm like, no, that would be politically right to say. Um, she is a free spirit. <laughs> she is a um, romantic Okay. <laughs> um, uh, in, in, in the Bram Stoker Dracula. Um, uh, okay. So, so she, she fucks a bunch of guys. Okay? <laughs> and she, but she plays. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But she also like plays on. Like she, she plays them. It kind of has them like wrapped around her fingers. Well, At least see, in the later on adaptations. <laughs> if you look. I know this is kind of going off topic. But if you look at like Victorian courting like. Uh, oh, for the, sure. Yeah, it yeah. was actually yeah, pretty like that. accurate. Yeah, that yeah, women absolutely. Were supposed to be very flirtatious yeah. to all of it, but the men were supposed to be like, "Nope, you and that's it." Yeah, I will duel everyone else. Yeah, it was all about because <laughs> it's all about the patriarchy, right? Especially in you know the 30s, 50s, all this shit. That's all we were trying to talk about: is fucking patriarchy, patriarchy, right. all this shit. 
Um, and they were they never felt like they knew how to handle Lucy too well. And like in 1931, she gets killed pretty quickly in the yeah, <laughs> Bella Gosi really dragon. She has like one scene. Um, but in, in this one, she has a little bit more. She gets seduced by Dracula also. But instead of the Harkers, uh, we follow the Homewoods. Yeah. Arthur, Arthur and Mina Homewood. Homewood. Yeah. yeah. Which is the brother of Lucy. Yes. Yeah. He's the, no, he's, yeah, he's the brother and of Lucy. Mina is the sister-in-law. Yes. And again, Arthur's wife. Correct. Yeah. Um, so John gets killed earlier. So it's kind of like a mix because he also gets changed. Um, so it's kind of a mixture of Renfield who is, uh, Dracula's familiar and, um, but I mean, he does You don't even see him as that, though. You just no. see him in the coffin yeah. with fangs, and then he gets stabbed, and that's it. Yes, yes. He's already gotten changed, though. And and also in the book, John does go to to meet up with Dracula, but he gets held captive at the right. at the castle. But he he gets out eventually. Um, so it kind of follows that, but it kind of meshes some other like things to make it its own. So Van Helsing goes looking for John because he's like, hey, uh, a colleague of mine was heading to Castle Dracula on business. And everybody's like, uh, we don't know anything about that place because everybody's afraid of it. Right. He goes up there, finds out that John got killed. Um, and then he's like, oh, I better go warn his family because I feel like Dracula's on his way there. But and Dracula is in town. Behold. Yep, he is. So Christopher Lee um, doesn't have a lot of dialogue in this movie, which I think benefits it and doesn't benefit it in ways. Um, I think it benefits it. I, I think it benefits him more than anything. Um, I think when we first meet him, he's first talking to John. Everything he's like we said earlier, he's very suave. He's not a weirdo. Yeah, like Bellicosi. <laughs> yeah, he is a, a very strange man. <laughs> yes, uh, Christopher Lee was thirty-five at the time. They had to give him a gray wig and all kinds of stuff and make him look a little bit older. Um, and he's uh, he, but you can believe him as an aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> he's very catty. Um, no, you can believe him as an aristocrat. You can believe that he's this, like, okay, well, I, I believe that he can be very seductive, whatever. Yeah. But the rest of the movie, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. He does just become this entity of evil because he just kind of appears, but he's very, this, he's still this very much a seductive force in nature because just how other people react around him or having, having already seen him. You know, in between scenes, and you see like the aftermath and everything. Right. And there's that great scene with the world's worst maid. <laughs> the the maid's been told specifically to not remove the garlic plants from the room. Yes. For reasons, no matter what she says. And the minute she goes, oh, dear, there's. Plants do bother me. And she's like, oh, well, let me get rid of these, Miss Lucy. And it's like, what? Like, okay, somebody must have not told her. And then 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, I know you said not to move them. And it's like, what? Like, First of all, a, a man of uh, who is hired to do this, a professional, told you, don't move the plants and listen, there's not just a plant in the room. <laughs> no, there is garlic and wolfsbane all over. All there. over, wrapped around the door, multiple plants all over the place. It's because Lucy's being seduced by Dracula. Dracula visits her at night. So Van Helsing's like, if he's coming at night, we need to keep him out of this fucking room. Because right. he's feeding on her. And so not only does he say that, but also the Homewoods, her employers, 
Tell the maid. <laughs> Don't do, do that. Do not move that no matter what she says. And the first second she goes, I don't like it. They're like, oh, well. Like, well, better move it. Better get all this down and open up the windows. And you know what happens? She's dead. She dies. The very next day. Or is she? And they she just don't fire husband. the maid. No, no. I would have sent her packing. They're like, oh, you couldn't have known, minus the fact that we told you. Her her, her, and her child, I will have both. Both of them packing. Yeah. <laughs> the little kid she has that. I was like, whose kid is this that's running around? And I'm like, oh, it's the maid's kid. <laughs> like, oh, all right. Um, but Lucy does come back as a, as a vampire. But she gets killed again anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't really make a difference. Um, Arthur is played by uh, Michael Goh, who people probably best know as Alfred in the Tim Burton Batman films. Um because Tim Burton was a massive Hammer Horror fan. Um, so you could tell by his gothic structures and everything. You know, he's a big fan of the you know, Universal, but Hammer also. But he used Michael Goh a bunch. Also, Christopher Lee was in a bunch of his films. He, he brought back a lot of these old like Hammer Horror actors. Um, not Peter Cushing, though. Um, Asshole. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Tim. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think it's also interesting. Another difference in the movie is is that the Belagosi one, like the book, uh, Dracula can shapeshift. Yes, and he they're like straight up in horror Dracula, like no, nah, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, he cannot. He can't do that. Yes, yeah, so in the book, Dracula can turn into a bat, a wolf, or a rat. Um, also, Dracula um, isn't a, the nineteen thirty one. I forgot to mention this earlier. Isn't a direct adaptation of the book. It's actually kind of a combination of the book of Nosferatu and uh, uh, um, London at Midnight. Okay. The the unreleased movie. I mean, there's that image of Lon Chaney Sr. Um, as as the vampire type creature. I mean, if you guys see see, it, you'll immediately know. It looks kind of like a Mister Hyde. Oh, okay. <laughs> where I he has like where he has like the sharp fangs and he has like the top hat on. And he's like his eyes are like real big and everything. It is a movie that never got released. So it's supposed to be kind of uh, Universal's first take on the Dracula property. Um, but that movie has infamously went missing. Like, it all got destroyed. But we just have, like, a couple images from it. And those images are iconic. Um, London After Midnight. Um, so they kind of, like, mix all that to make Dracula. Um, and this one is more of a... Um, I don't know. I, I guess It's definitely influenced by the 31. But they definitely, like we said, do a lot of things on its own to kind of... Make it its own thing. I think uh, it is a movie that I enjoy watching more. The horror Dracula? Yes. Yeah. I think it is more uh, entertaining. I think it's more engaging. Yeah. Um, the thing with the 31, it's just because of the time. There's some bad cuts in it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the, the 1931 Dracula definitely has a lot of, like, you know, people just sitting around talking in a room. Right. <laughs> um. Just like a lot of expository dialogue, <laughs> and just like, all right, so it kind of just keeps on stopping. That I mean, another thing that's real bad about the Spanish version of Dracula because those scenes are even fucking longer. <laughs> so, um, fuck that movie, <laughs> even though it's basically the same movie. Uh, fuck it. Um, the horror Dracula, um, is, is way more sexual, also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. way more like, uh, like the women, how they react to Dracula, like, like the 1931. Uh, Dracula, 
Like they're like, oh, he's very charming. Maybe he'll court me. But in this one, like Lucy is like visibly turned on. <laughs> like every time, even like he comes near the door, comes near the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and and uh, Van Helsing explains like even though they're repulsed by the action, they can't, they can't help them. themselves. Yeah. yeah. So like just how she acts, like knowing that he's gonna come to those like. The doors that are connected to her room, the, the outside doors, um, it's just everything is very sexual. And, and you could get away with that a lot more in 1958 as opposed to 1931. Um, but yeah, Horror Dracula is... is, is I, I like Horror Dracula. Oh, yeah. I, I love that movie. Um, but I'm also big, like... I mean, as much as I love the classic uh, Monsters of Universal, I love the Hammer films. I think the Hammer films as a whole are way more fun and I would rather watch those because they're more yeah, entertaining. I mean, you get the, you get why the universal ones are legendary and you know, of course, why they make up and the, place yeah, the time. sets and the acting. Yeah. But if you're talking about something, you're going to sit down and watch and be engaged with. I think hammer does a better job of it. Oh, for sure. Especially with all those Frankenstein moves of Peter Cushing as a uh, Dr. Frankenstein, which I'm sh- sure we'll, we'll watch. Uh, we'll talk about it in a future episode. Oh yeah, um, it's just Peter Cushing and all those. Just how evil and completely manipulative oh, he is, and all those. He's this. a real piece of shit, but he's so good. Like you can't you can't keep away because uh, he's just so unlikable. Like he's it, it's not like the Doctor Frankenstein in, in the Universal ones where it's like oh he's like misunderstood man that's like driven by his by his work. This like this person is a terrible human being. No, like he no, rapes no. and he murders and he does awful things. He's deceptive. <laughs> He's he is a bad man. Played by such a nice man. Yeah. Played by absolutely. Peter Cushing, who who uh, all, all accounts say that he was a wonderful human being. <laughs> so um, yeah, horror Dracula, uh, and and uh, I think about that you think. Uh, so if they're battling, uh uh-huh. which one are you choosing? If but, you had to get rid of one. Uh, if I had to get rid of the movie, one of those movies. Um, Jesus, uh, I probably still say Horror Dracula. I had to get rid of, oh. just because of how iconic, how iconic, how influenced everything is by the 1931. That's fair film. Because if we got rid of the 1931, yeah, it'll be like Marty McFly fucking his mom. You know what I'm saying? Like if I got yeah. rid of 1931's Dracula, I get then that. then then horror Dracula wouldn't have happened. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. How about you? I mean, in that argument, yes, of course. You know, you keep the other because of all that it's influenced. But if that was not a factor, yeah. I would say horror of Dracula. I would rather watch horror Dracula. Yeah. Like I said, I think it is a more fun movie to yeah. watch, and it's longer. It's longer, but it's uh, only about like ten minutes, I think. But it's um, it, it keeps your attention. Much yeah, better. you don't feel the length as, as much, even though uh, Tom Browning's one is is a lot shorter. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Anything else to add about either of them? No, I think that's it. I'm sure we'll probably down the line go a little bit more deeper into them on their own. We're definitely talking about some series about like Hammer or Universal, you know. So we'll definitely have more focused episodes. But that's just kind of a quick side by side of both of them really just us rambling yeah pretty much <laughs> just like we always do we like vampires Listen, we, we've been we've been busy yeah <laughs> i just have more notes but um we've been busy yeah, so I, I really didn't have a lot of prep on this one guys so uh, i'll be honest with you we phoned it in <laughs> yeah sue us 
care. All we did was just uh, we, we knew what we wanted to do coming here was make fun of Bella Gosey. Yeah, whole that's time. that's really was our main intent. <laughs> Was to dunk on the daddy of Dracula. Yes. <laughs> Granddaddy Bella. <laughs> we just were like, look at this fucking weirdo. <laughs> Go back to Hungary, you fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fix your damn hands. Yes, like, I love them. I actually have a uh, Bella tattoo that I'm getting on Friday. So mm-hmm. so I really can't talk too much shit. And it says, oh, hello, Bina. That's how I want to talk for now on. How do I get it? Um, all right, so we ready to go to the next segment? Yep. All right, so that brings us to another curation of Blaze's Cabinet of Video Game Curiosities. All right, so what are we pulling off the shelf? Because I know that whatever you chose, you have a lot of research for. It's not <laughs> something you just pulled out of your ass at the last second. Uh, no, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> No, I'm uh, talking do like that. that. <laughs> well, well, you're talking like you're telling the truth. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time, so I really kind of phoned it in. So you're telling, I can tell that you're telling the truth, but you're saying it like you're lying. That's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. But I will say this one is is pretty neat. Uh, it is a good looking game. It is also an indie game. Uh, Available on Steam for free. Oh, even and it's better. A, a free game. Unless you don't have Steam or a computer, then you need to buy the computer. And then you and get Steam, and then you get played for free after you drop all the money on the computer. Right. <laughs> and if you want some nice speakers, you have to buy the speakers also. Right. And then uh, maybe a, you may need like a video card, you know, a right. upgrade. Yeah. Just buy a whole setup. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the game is called. Uh, it is actually going to be a series, and this is the first part of the game. Okay. So it's like uh, a chapter yeah, type thing? Yeah, it's kind of like chapters. It reminds me of uh, like the Telltale games. Kind of, yeah. except this is absolutely like uh, first-person psychological horror. Okay, cool. And it is called Don't Be Afraid, The First Toy. Now, you are a child that has been kidnapped by a serial killer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Oh, so it's like the black phone. Kinda. Uh, the man wears a very strange mask, and you are in a toy package. Oh, never mind. I was uh, about to say, but when you said like there's, it wears a weird mask, there's itself. another entity that has kidnapped you for this torturer that you don't know about. Okay. Uh, and you are inside this toy package, watching this person talk about how much he can't wait to play with you, and he goes upstairs to. Uh, get his toys ready, which sound like chainsaws and knife sharpening. So, mm-hmm. you know it's bad. Uh, you escape the little toy box, and you start going through this dungeon-like scenario of this basement. You can hear him in the distance talking. Uh, and uh, you are kind of shown around the place by these mannequins that, as you pick up clues and stuff like that, you find out the mannequins are actually stuffed with human remains. Okay. So the mannequins start kind of showing you which way to go and get out. And uh, you start collecting information that way. And you have to uh, escape this torturer a few times whenever he shows up. But it's kind of weird because it's like a serial killer hostage situation where you're trying to escape. But at the same time, it's haunted. <laughs> like, right. So 
Yeah, but this this is a lot like Black Phone then. Yeah, for for exactly. people that don't know, Black Phone is a movie coming out in February. Uh, did we talk about this in previous previous episode? No, no, I don't think we did. I, th- I think I meant to bring it up when we talked about the Scream trailer, but um, I didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's a new movie from Scott Derrickson, who directed Sinister and Doctor Strange. And, it looks good. And the uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, it's based on Joe Hill short story, um, and it's about a kid that it, it's, I think it's in the seventies mm-hmm. or sixties or seventies. Like a kid that gets uh, kidnapped by a serial killer, uh, played by Ethan Hawke, and the kid is Ethan Hawke. <laughs> the, yeah. Ethan Hawke is Ethan playing Hawk a, is the child. Ethan Hawke is playing a uh, nine year old. <laughs> no, um, Ethan Hawke plays a serial killer that wears a fucking weird oh, mask. God, I need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he wears he wears a, a weird mask and he puts him down the, the in the cellar and in the cellar there's a phone attached to the wall um, that doesn't work, um, but it starts ringing randomly all of a sudden and the kid picks it up and he talks to the other victims of the serial killer over the this phone that's not not supposed to work. Um, so it's a ghost story also and these ghost kids uh, these previous victims are trying to help him escape the serial killer at the same time there's another there's a girl that's tr- trying to help the cops find him who maybe yeah have, like, who has the dreams about yeah she has like, like some type yeah. of like telepathy or, or something yeah it looks it looks pretty good it. yeah it does look good yeah i uh, i think i think it played one of the film festivals um and i think it got some pretty good advanced reviews so i'm, I'm oh, excited about it because i mean nothing against scott derrickson but he's not a very um consistent director no and <laughs> you know i love sinister so. i like sinister too you like Sinister too, <laughs> you? No, no, no as well. <laughs> but yeah, I, like I can too. see where you pull that from in this game because yeah. it is kind of like that in a way. Yeah. Um, but it is very creepy. Um, it is not. I would like. To, I was about to say it's a slow burn, but it is not. It is right off the bat. You get out of there, and then it's like, oh, here's a bunch of mannequin stuffed with human remains blowing out your only light source and so right yeah it, it's a pretty creepy game but uh it is free it is developed by broken arrow games and published by hydra games okay cool yeah so, yeah definitely check it out especially it's, since it's, it's free. free it's the first episode yeah first so if uh i guess if it does well enough they're gonna keep going it's i think it's already like a year old so. but this week we actually have a twofer kind of Kind of for your yeah. your cabinet because you mm-hmm. also want to talk about the Halloween content for phasmophobia. Phasmophobia, which you say is super popular right now, it is a very popular game. A lot of people are talking about where it. you uh, you and friends play as uh, ghost hunters. You get all the equipment. You uh, it, there's voice. You have to get the names of the ghosts and you have to say their name to anger them. And you know you put up different kinds of things to try and track the ghost. You log in your journal, uh, as much info as you can find, like, did you get them on the spirit box? Did they show up in the the dots radar? Did they... And then that narrows down what kind of ghost it is. Mm. So that's kind of your whole goal, is to find out what kind of ghost it is without it killing you. Okay. So, but uh, they have released some Halloween content where the loading screen is filled with jack-o'-lanterns now, which is a lot of fun. But um, they have also uploaded for uh, the occasion a uh, a new level, which is the campgrounds, which 
Uh, I'm going to give away a couple of spoilers that I found uh, in the game while playing with my buddy Jordan. Yeah, so if you guys don't want to hear any of the new update Easter eggs, then fast forward. So uh, while we were out there exploring the campgrounds, which looks amazing, like we've been playing this game pretty much since it came came out, and um, they've updated the graphics and everything so much since we've been playing, it looks so good. Uh, but while you're going through, uh, we get, went to the back gate of the park, mm-hmm. and I noticed something strange on the, the fence, and they had the uh, Blair Witch... Um, what is that thing called? The the hanging man? The little like totem? Yeah, the little yeah. Blair Witch totems uh-huh. on the fence. And then while Jordan was going out to the back of the cabin, if you go out to the dock and look in the water, if you wait a few minutes, Jason Voorhees' mask will float up and float back away. Nice. So it's cool. There's a lot and apparently there's some Nightmare on Elm Street references and stuff like that in there that we haven't found yeah, yet. Yeah, I was gonna ask like are there other ones that you personally haven't found but heard rumors about or read something that it's I, there but you just haven't seen it yet? We, I've heard a bunch. In fact, there was a rumor. I don't know how true this is that somebody said there was a sleepaway camp one. In there. Oh, wow. It's just so, a dick. Yeah, it's just somebody with a penis. It's a like, dick. <laughs> but uh, it is a very sad camera boy in a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got paid. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, is is this expansion only limited time, or are they going to keep it up there for you uh, to be the, able to play? The level's going to stay up. Okay, The cool. level's going to stay up. Okay, but so people have time down. to look up everything. Oh, yeah, so. no, the levels aren't going anywhere. If anything, they're just going to keep adding more. Oh, okay, cool. So, so far we have uh, prison, asylum, two farmhouses, two regular houses, and uh, a high school, and the campgrounds now. I wonder if it's uh, if the Nightmare on Elm Street one is just uh, Larry Fishburne. Larry Fishburne. <laughs> Saying, I guess you can watch TV. <laughs> it's him just <laughs> it's just him correcting people. Yeah. It's, like, it's Lawrence. It's, it's Lawrence now. <laughs> I'm Lawrence now. <laughs> and, and that's all he does. And you just had to walk away from him. He's like, hey. Tina hey. Turner's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one quote that anybody ever takes from this podcast. <laughs> it's put everywhere. That we're going to be in a fucking war with goddamn Tina Turner. Oh, God, please don't. On, online. Like, <laughs> Love's got everything to do with it. We love that movie. Don't don't hate us, Tina. Unknown podcasters say Tina Turner is a bitch. <laughs> Get sued immediately. <laughs> no, Larry Fishburne said that. <laughs> yeah, I also smacked the fuck out of her in that movie. Um that is a good movie, though. <laughs> yeah, it is a great movie. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that sounds fun, man. I, um, w- would you rather play that or more uh, Dead by Daylight? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I love Dead by Daylight, but Phasmophobia is just advancing so quickly. It sounds like it's scarier. It is way scarier mm-hmm. because, like, depending on what it is, it's going to fuck with you in a totally different way. Right. So, like, you can go and... You know, some will be like, oh, you'll hear somebody running towards you and you'll turn around and nobody's there. Or you'll just be standing in a room and the lights will start flickering on or the sink will turn on mm-hmm. or something will be tossed across the room. It, I mean, it's very much like if you were a ghost hunter and that shit was real. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's a super fun game and I recommend anyone who has not been playing Phasmophobia get on that shit all right awesome well is that all yeah that's all i got okay well 
Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Blade of Apples, our quote-unquote Halloween episode. But it's all they're they're all Halloween episodes. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like everybody like uh, it's all over like Instagram and Twitter and everything else right now. I'd be like, oh man, we had to wait three hundred sixty five days, and those are the people that you know are full of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> that are just fucking tourists <laughs> when it comes to this. Um, <laughs> they're like, oh, I can only do it during uh, so now September, we know October. If, if, if we start getting lower view rates and download rates, we'll know you're. Poser. Yeah, you poser. <laughs> Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Shut up, nerd. <laughs> they take that quote also. Shut up, nerd. Yeah. We coined it. We made that up. <laughs> yeah, that was our, that Rocky, was our creation. <laughs> off spur of the moment, Rocky invented the words shut up <laughs> and nerd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told that saxophone player. Prove me wrong. I told that saxophone saxophone player, not even to his face, from a table that was kind of far away. Shut up, nerd. Yeah, you're really talented. (laughs) Your band is great. Nerd. Fucking nerd. Here, hold these books for a second and slap them out of your hand. (laughs) Um, But yes, thank you guys for listening. Um, I would never tell you nerds to shut up. You can nerd out with us nerds all the time. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach us, you can do it in multiple ways. You can email us at bladedapplespod at gmail. You can hit us on the Instagram. You can hit us on the Facebook. It's all just Bladed Apples or Bladed Apples Podcast. It's one of those. You'll find it either way. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. We, we say this a lot, but we love to hear. What, 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 what did you do for Halloween? Yeah. Or what did you watch? Or did you do anything special for the season? Whatever. Like, what holiday horror movies are you excited to watch? Yeah, just uh, just send a, uh, an email that just tells us get fucked. I don't know. I mean, yeah. something. At least I know. At least I know you care. At least I know you care. To <laughs> say <laughs> care enough to say get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my dad tells me that all the time. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no, he's 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 okay. <laughs> no, he's great. Um, but yes. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, thank you guys for the people that did leave reviews and, and do listen. We thank really appreciate you. it. Yeah. We, we really do. And, and, you know, most podcasts and, like, shows and all that always say that. And it does come from the bottom of our heart. And it's hard to show it. So we just want to kind of get people involved more. You know, we would love to have more guests or things. If you have something that, that you would like to promote, we don't have a big following. But we'd still like to do an episode where we can just talk horror and maybe promote your uh, whatever you have. You have another show. You you make something. You do something like whatever. Like does involve horror. Well, let's talk about it. Um, who knows? Maybe down the road, people will listen to the podcast more. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll find that episode and you get some promotion that way. Um, but thank you guys. Uh, next week we don't know what we're gonna do for the next episode. We've talked nothing about it because we've been so busy. Uh, telling saxophone players to shut up and calling them nerds. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we're booked. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're booked solid. So if you have a saxophone player, uh, don't bring him to us because we are booked solid for a month. <laughs> a lot of shutting Add up to do. Add on the back. Give them that inspiration they need and tell them to shut up, nerd. Yeah. yeah. I remember whenever I was in band and I, I was learning to play the trumpet. Uh, and and my driving my parents crazy. I'm pretty sure under their breath they were like, "Shut up, nerd!" <laughs> <laughs> a 
like, but I'm, I'm, I'm in sixth grade. I'm learning how to play an instrument. Like, not anymore, Yarn. <laughs> hey, I sh- probably shouldn't tell you this as your parent, but uh, give up. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way you can, I don't know, fuck off and go somewhere else? <laughs> Stop. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we'll, we'll have something planned um, for next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It'll probably be the same amount of detail we always give, which isn't very much and pretty vague. <laughs> but hopefully you like listening to us um, because we, we, we love the idea of you guys enjoying the podcast. So um, got anything to plug, Blaze? Anywhere to find you? Anything like that? Uh, my phone charger. Got to plug that in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can find me at Goldboy underscore rudoi r-u-d-o-i on instagram or on twitter uh i don't really use twitter so just find me on the instagrams <laughs> uh yeah that's the best way to reach me you can also send mail there if you got questions or whatever we'll read it there it doesn't matter um but yeah guys thanks thanks again and i hope everybody had a happy halloween for sure uh go watch coco so you can cry because i'm gonna do that tonight i'm gonna cry <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> Pixar movies make me cry, and I'm not ashamed to admit it <laughs> that I cry when I watch movies. <laughs> All right. That it? That's it. All right, guys. Well, remember, even though the season's done, every day is Halloween, so you better be acting accordingly. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.